The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. Hey, this is WWE superstar Kurt Hawkins, a.k.a. Brian Myers. This is WWE superstar Zack Ryder, a.k.a. Matt Cardona. And you're listening to the Eyes Up Here podcast starring the queen of extreme. Francine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought we were plugging our podcast, the major wrestling figure podcast. Oh, man, I'm sorry. You know, I get really flustered anytime I think about or talk about Francine. She was my high school crush, you know. You're 34 years old, and she's still your crush. I cannot confirm nor deny that. Enjoy the show. This is Eyes Up Here, and you're listening to the wonderful uh, live edition as I hit the record button on the two-man power trip of wrestling's podcasting <laughs> empire. If you didn't know by now, my name is Chad, and as always, I'm joined by my wonderful and lovely co-host, the actually real, real host of this show, the Queen of Extreme, Francine. Francine, I apologize. We now are live uh, hitting oh. the record button after oh. you just went through this great intro that we just did. So uh, I- it's lovely to see you. I just talked for 87 minutes, and uh, it wasn't uh, on. <laughs> it was like two minutes, but, you know, it felt like 87, maybe 87 wow. seconds. Yeah, um, that's okay. But here we are. We're in a, uh, We're a, a lovely uh, transition into fall. I used the word lovely like eight times there. It's because I'm trying to cover my tracks. It's um, lovely, yes. But, you know, there's a lot going on, obviously. You know, you're still uh, trying to get your surgery stuff addressed. And that's what we were talking about before I hit the record button. So if you want to fill us back in, I'll pretend like I didn't see, hear anything, and I'll, I'll comment in real time. Are you going to Are you gonna do expressions like it's the first time? Like your oh, first, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, well, okay. I'm very concerned. <laughs> very concerning. No, I was, <clears throat> excuse me, I was just stating uh, how lovely it is to be waiting for a call back from someone that's not even in the office um, so that's always a pleasure. And, uh, you know, talking to somebody that has no idea about your case and what's going on, but we'll pass a message on to someone else. And hopefully I'll get a call back sometime today after 12. So um, <clears throat> still don't know what's going on. Um, hoping for November 6th, but I don't think I don't know. I will be shocked if they say that date's still open because you know, it's already mid-October. Yeah. And um, time's running out. Uh, I was hoping to get it done this year, but the way it looks, I mean, I'm thinking probably mid-next year. I'm going to have to wait because I, I already have bookings that I took. Yeah. We don't want to interrupt those. <laughs> that's, no. that's too far down the road to then have to throw a curveball in there. But if you can't get a hold of your surgeon... I might look into some of those black market surgeries that you yeah. may be doing somewhere on the other side of the world. Because um, uh, if you're having such a hard time, that uh, the, there's got to be something up there. Uh, yeah, I, I know. He went away for vacation. He told me he was going on vacation, which is fine. I understand. Uh, but then the girl was like, last week, the receptionist is like, oh, I'll call you back Friday. I talked to her last Thursday. Friday came. She never called. And then I go, well, maybe it's the following Friday. So I gave her a week and then I called today and they're like, oh, she's, she's away. Well, who's calling me? Is anybody going to call? <laughs> they pulled the janitor. They pulled the janitor from the hallway. They were like, Hey, can you make this yeah, call? Can just somebody just, new. <laughs> look, just call me and lie if you have to, but just call me. Just, just let me know. I mean, I'm in the dark over here. I'm just trying to get this taken care of and let the pain go away. But uh, it, I, I think I might be like this for the rest of my life. I oh. don't know. It's yeah. brutal. We don't but want anyway, to hear that. We don't want no. to hear that. And then, you know, and again, dating back to the first episode we did, I mean, it's like we're all, I feel invested in, in all this with you because I've seen you go from the high of thinking that it was right around the corner to then having to drop back down and now waiting here and trying to anticipate when the date's going to be. I really, I feel for you. That really sucks. Yeah. And, and it's been, it's going on three years. I, I sound like terrible. I keep repeating myself every show, but I've been dealing with this for three years now. Three, that will be my third surgery. I just, you know, I just, I could just feel good. Man, the world would be so great if I could just feel good. I'd love it. But, uh, you know, you you deal with what you're given and I'm dealing. And, um, you know, maybe it'll, maybe it'll um, work itself out later. Maybe I'll have good news. Let's be optimistic, maybe. Chad. 
Exactly. If you Let's feel, try. How about the, if you could feel as good as I look today, then then you'd be oh, doing just fine. I'd be I'd be feeling awesome. <laughs> and that, that is for our, our lovely Patreon members who are getting this not only on audio but in video format as well, exclusively on there. They get the whole uncut audio and let's, video, which let's is awesome. Let's say hi to our latest Patreon member, Nicholas. Look, is our latest uh, Patreon. Our newest Patreon member, I should say. So welcome to Yo, our Nick. little family, Nicholas. What up, buddy? And uh, hope to uh, catch you in our next Discord chat. Um, we have a little little family right now going on, and it, it's a lot of fun. So uh, if you can, check out the Patreon page at uh, Patreon slash Francine Podcast. And, uh, yeah, Patreon.com slash Francine Yes, dot com. If you didn't know to do that already... I don't just got yeah, just gotta clarify the yeah, dot com part sorry. because dot com. somebody might be out there and be like, "Oh, Patreon slash Francine Podcast." Oh, there's nothing there now. Now I can't join. So you're right. I am peace out, I, peace out, homie. I'm done. No, yeah, patreoncom slash Francine Podcast. It's and, uh, and of it's course, going well. Yeah, in the video, but also we give exclusive video and audio as well. And last week we talked about your first figures toy company action figure slash doll, depending on whoever you're talking to. I've heard both this week in response to the uh, to the to the little clip we did. Oh, did so, other people call it a doll? Well, or no, I got me? I got called on the carpet for calling it a doll. Um, but I was calling it a doll because you called it a doll, and I was just following your lead. So you know, I know it's this? an action figure. How <laughs> If you play with it, isn't it a doll? Don't you play with dolls? We're we're talking about the toy here, right? We're talking about the toy. I just want to clarify. We're, we're talking about what the else toy. were we talking about, Chad? <laughs> I just it's want so, to make sure my mind drifted. You're disgusting. My, my mind drifted. If, if you're playing with a doll, or okay. if you're if you take the action figure out of the packaging. And play with it. Uh -huh. Isn't it considered a doll, or is because dolls are toys? You got you know thousands and thousands upon thousands of act male action figure collectors out there who are just okay. screaming at their 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 radio or their uh, their phone. About that they can't That's see that I unless said. they subscribe to Patreon. She gave the finger, guys. <laughs> you can't see All it. Right. But I, 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 I'm going to take it personal, though. <laughs> I put doll slash action figure to make everybody happy. How about that? That's Is that fun. good? Okay. That's fun. And okay. and we talked about that on our Patreon page, so you could sign up and get that for free as well. We as we talked to the AEW debut the week before that, and we're gonna have another surprise popping up talking about another topic coming up here um, after we're done recording this show here uh, in real time. Which of course it's Monday, and we appreciate you joining us on a Monday to get happy your week Monday. started the right way. Uh, yeah, happy Monday indeed. Happy fall. The weather's changing. You know, we're out. It's cold. Getting, Apple picking, pumpkin picking, the whole nine. I know you're not a big fan of the pumpkin spice. Oh, I I was just gonna say, do you like it? Because I I only like it. it. Here's what I only like the thought of it. I don't actually like any of the product. I just like that it's out there because I like I just like to encompass the season. So I'm not gonna go get a pumpkin spice latte or whatever, but I will uh, indulge in the um, oh, what the hell is it during the holidays? The uh, they have the Starbucks has a, a Christmas drink that I will get, but you know they only serve it during the holiday season. So, uh, oh, what the hell? That's gonna kill me now that I can't remember the name of that. I wish I could remember. What the heck is it? I want to say, oh god, peppermint mocha. That's it. Oh well, that's that, peppermint. That's not pumpkin. No, but I'm saying I don't like the pumpkin. I like the peppermint. Right, but peppermint's more towards Christmas. That's what. That's what I was just saying. So yeah. So were, that has nothing to do with right now. I fall. just I just said I don't buy into the fall stuff. I'll buy into the Christmas stuff. Okay. Well, we're we're talking pumpkin. So yes, I get that. I can't even eat pumpkin pie. It's yeah, that, that. disgusting. I don't like anything pumpkin. I don't. I I I, I despise it. I don't like it. It's. I mean, look. Everybody has their taste, and it's cool. I just don't like it. Um, Fine. You're entitled. I'm entitled to it, and and I'm sticking to it. I it's, but I I do like fall. Um, my favorite season is summer. I love being warm, not having to wear a jacket and fifty layers, and going swimming and the beach and all that kind of stuff. Fall is a nice transition, um, but winter, man, it's just cold. If you live where it's cold, 
your bones start to hurt. It's just, yeah. wow. It's a That's lot. It. The Northeast sucks. I mean, like growing up in the Northeast and hating that and like always looking at other people and being like, oh, well, you know, it's warmer on the other side of the world. But, you know, like when I moved down to Virginia from New Jersey, I was like, well, it's got to be warmer in Virginia. And the first winter that I was here, they literally set the record for the coldest days in the history of Virginia within like the first three weeks that I was even living in the state. So mm-hmm. not a fan of the cold. I do love the fall. I, I love the fall weather, like where it's, you can wear long sleeve and shorts, all about that. That's my, uh, that's my favorite time of the year. That's your deal. Yeah. Yeah. Fall's nice. Uh, winter. I like the holidays because, you know, with kids, um, I'm real big on Christmas now. Before I had my kids, I, I didn't really like it too much because I yeah. was just like, eh. Yeah. But now that you have children, you can see it through their eyes. It's such a different aspect. And and I really love, uh, you know, Christmas with the kids and stuff. But, man, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of over the snow. I think if I could move to Florida, I definitely would. And um, Snowbird? You get, you, get, you get away from it for a few months, yeah, maybe? Yeah, like, I think when we're older and maybe when the kids are married, we might uh, try to... Maybe retire down there. I don't know. Get, uh, get a camper and just drive the roads and land wherever you land. <laughs> yeah, or a nice condo or something. I don't know. I mean, it's just, uh, it's a lot. You know, it's a lot. Shoveling snow and, oh, I'm over it. But I don't do it, so I really shouldn't <laughs> Shoveling snow is not my thing, but, uh, you know, I know my husband doesn't like it, but whatever. Uh, he has to get it done. But anyway, um before we just ramble, because we've been talking about absolutely nothing, um, our guest just uh, texted me, so? <laughs> and he's re- <laughs> he's ready to go. So I believe in the next minute you're going to be getting uh, someone clicking in. Very nice. So. I mean, he goes by many names. You know, He, he, he does go by many names. He's had, uh, he's had about, I could name about maybe five off the top of my head. Okay. So uh, it'd be funny. Maybe you should switch back and forth every time you talk to him. Call him a different name. <laughs> call me, yeah. <laughs> call him a, well, I could try. So uh, my next guest is is a teddy bear in real life, but a dick on screen. <laughs> and I say that with love. There he is. I see his eyes. Hi, What's Lance. It's Lance, it's Lance Hoyt slash Archer. Correct? <laughs> yeah, you can pick one of those names. I've had a few in the business. You got, we were... We you were, were just, just saying that before you came on. <laughs> Should I call you Lance or Vance or Lance no, Hoyt? Definitely no not. Vance. No, no Vance. No Lance. Vance. Lance, Lance. Is my real, Lance is my real name, so we're good. Got you. Got you. Um, well, first of all, congrats on your championship. Well, thank you very much. Are you so excited about that? Absolutely. Um, can I, may I ask a question about that if, if, uh, it's okay. No, so, no, you can't ask any questions. I'm, I'm, well, I'm going to anyway. So, uh, tsunamis were going on last week before the show. No, no, no. Uh, typhoon. Oh, typhoon. I'm sorry. Jeez. Well, aren't they the same? No, no, tsunamis. no not at all. Okay. Tsunamis, tsunamis in there, way, typhoon's basically a hurricane. There were bad, there was bad weather. Yes. <laughs> Let's just say that. Really, uh, really just, bad weather. Really bad weather. Uh, John Moxley could not make the show. Oh. Okay, and and he's the one that had the belt, correct? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Now I do. <laughs> exactly. So, were if if he would have made that show, were there plans like down the line for you to take that belt from him, or was there a storyline that was about to happen, or was this just kind of like on the fly booking? Well, the, you know, definitely he had to match with Juice Robinson set up, which was a rematch because Juice was the champion before him. Mm-hmm. Um, I was coming in for a, a six-man match, you know, just Suzuki Goon versus Lij. Um, but you know, obviously things change. But yeah, you know, there's definitely some some ideas and stories that were going to be taking place, and uh, you know, that that day would have probably started and kicked them all off. But it's off. It's obviously taking a different turn. Right. Okay. Well. Uh, well, I'm glad there was bad weather then. <laughs> for my, for me, anyway. <laughs> for you, I'm very glad. I'll tell you something, Chad. <laughs> Uh, are you are you still on with yeah, us? Yeah. Um, so uh, my husband and I months ago were watching uh, w- one of the pay per views, <laughs> and I haven't seen you in like a really long time. Like <laughs> like before Starcast, I hadn't seen you in years. Right, right? right. it's been a while. Did we meet like in Texas? Because yes. it wasn't TNA. It was something we did in Texas years Texas, ago, right? Many, 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 okay. many years ago. <laughs> so I've known him, but I haven't seen him in a while. And we're watching this pay-per-view. And this guy, and I told you this at StarCast, this guy comes out 
And I wasn't real familiar with, with NJPW, but I wanted to watch because I've heard so many great things and I'm, I'm sitting there and he comes out and he's just like <laughs> spitting and like a dick. And like, no, 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 not spitting. I'm, I'm, water is being exploded into the big people. But you're spitting it out of your mouth. It's like 99% water and 1% spittle. It's still in your it's mouth. It's still that 1% though. That's still it's all. still mixed with saliva. It's genuine land spit. Lance no. is, Lance oh, is spitting. Welcome. Lance is spitting water. And I go to my husband, I go, who is that guy? And because there was no caption yet. And he's and he 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 was on his phone and I and I turn around and I go, I hate him. I go, that is so unsanitary and disgusting. And I really hate his gimmick, right? And then his name pops up. I go, Oh my god, that's Lance. I love him. <laughs> the, so wait, wait, the, the queen of extreme didn't like something? Oh, come I, on. I don't like a lot of things, bro. Like, you know, like, yeah. No, but it was just so funny. And after I saw it was you, I was like, oh, God, it's Lance. I love Lance. But then I got to, saw, you know, see you at StarCast. And, right. um, you know, but we, I hadn't seen you in a good, God, it had to be 10, 15 years. Yeah, mate, I, I mean, I don't know. I think we've crossed paths at a couple of different, like the WrestleCons and things of those natures. But, yeah. Well, then you you never spoke to me. You kayfaved me. I, no, I, I, gave, <gasps> I gave you a hug. You just, you were just. You gave me a hug at Stark. Oh, oh I, how can you give someone a hug and not acknowledge it? You're such a bullshitter. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> tell me, um, okay. I'm, I'm going to go back. Tell okay. me okay. how you went from being, am I right? You went from being a bouncer to meeting somebody at the bar who can train you to work. Is that is that a correct statement? Because I did a little bit of homework on you. Right. Right, a little more bit. or less. Uh, okay. You know, I, was, I was a fan of the business. Uh, I was working in a bar, and the guy who owned the bar knew a guy that had started a wrestling school in Austin, Texas. Uh, so he made the introduction, and the guy who started the wrestling school, you know, saw me as a possibility, I guess. I don't know what you're saying. I, I'd been playing football in college and had kind of gotten out of that and wasn't playing anymore. And um, they all knew that I was a pro wrestling fan and whatnot. So when they made the introduction, the guy invited me out. It was it was kind of cool. You know, I, I actually, I didn't realize the business hurt so badly. Um, and so I did my tryout and more or less tried to get out of going into training. But the guy was like, well, how much can you pay? And I was like, oh, man, I'm a poor college kid. You know, maybe maybe 200 bucks a month. And he went, cool, we can do that. And I was like, ah. So I kind of backed <laughs> myself into a corner. It was like either, you know, completely puss out and, and not go into training because, you know, I just don't want to. And I was scared or whatever at the time. Um, or Annie up and pay the 200 bucks a month and see where it goes. And luckily I uh, got my family involved. My mom helped me out a lot back then. And, uh, you know, here I am today, the New Aww. Japan Pro Wrestling U.S. Champion. That's, uh, put yourself over. You have to. Um, <laughs> so wait, so you were scared. Were you scared to like bump? Was that what it was? Did um, you see other people like tr like practicing or whatever or training? No, in I, I, I went in and did it. You know, they yeah. basically just were like, hey, welcome to wrestling now fall on your ass. And I was like, okay. And I did it over and over and over and over and over. And I'd play football, but I was a quarterback. So we, we didn't even get hit. We had red jerseys <laughs> on and nobody touched us. And, you know, training is very specific for football, which is mostly what weight training and, you know, cardio training and things like that. And then, you know, pro wrestling, which is such an extremely physical sport. Um, you know, and people want to knock it and say it's not real or whatever they want to say. And the physical aspect is absolutely real. Probably one of the most real things I've ever done. And mm -hmm. like I said, it just, it hurt. Like I woke up the next day and my back <laughs> hurt, my ass hurt, my arms hurt, everything just hurt. And I was just like, I don't want to do this crap. And, Same. Um, yeah. It was, Same. Just, it was crazy. You know? <laughs> right. Right. But you stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how long, um, did you train before you started like actually working? <clears throat> Uh, because mine was two months. Well, I had my first match a month after I started. Okay, so you was you're, way you're, too soon, way too soon, way too soon. Okay, all right. But psychologically, like, why do you, did you not understand the business fully enough to you yeah, weren't prepared? Look, look, or looking back now, absolutely. Like, like you okay. know, back then at a month into training and not knowing anything and just knowing what I'd been doing and absolutely loving and enjoying it at that point. I, I thought I was absolutely ready, but now looking back, <laughs> knowing the business, knowing how long it takes to actually learn how to do this and do it correctly and do it safely and, and right. have an understanding psychologically, everything involved, um, I know now that a month after starting training was absolutely the wrong choice. But I was working for a very independent promoter who just you know needed a body, and I was a tall, halfway decent looking kid, and 
um, stuck me in the ring. Put yourself over, Lance. You know, I'll, I'll let Can't you do wait that. Decent. Cool. <laughs> okay, I could do that. Fine. Uh, but yeah, it was just like, he was like, okay, we got a show and you're going to wrestle. And uh, the guy I actually wrestled, his name was Tarzan Taylor. Um, we were, you know, a show, a part of a, a car show type thing. And um, he was great to be my first opponent, I guess you could say, because he just basically for about 10 minutes worked the crowd into a frenzy. Like he just, he never was stepped in the ring, very old school, you know, tactics, never stepped in the ring, just kept getting in and out, in and out, in and out to the point where when he finally stepped in the ring and I did absolutely anything to him, the crowd ate it up, loved it. And it worked out fine. It's a very simple match. You know, he beat me, whatever, you know, I lost my very first match. Um, <laughs> but it was a good experience and you know, everything's been well. And I, I think I was a quick study as far as the business was concerned, but I, I didn't even understand the business till I started traveling with a bunch of kids out of Shawn Michaels school in San Antonio. Okay. So, um, yep. Yeah. Uh, so, so you, you started training at one school, you go over to Sean's school, you continue your training there. Well, right? it wasn't really, it wasn't really, really training. I just was kind of on the road training, you know, and a lot of his students and I were traveling together and they were teaching me what they'd been teaching. So I never really trained at TWA. I just, I went there a couple times, but it was mostly on, on the fly, on the road, listening, talking and getting in the cool. ring with guys at shows. Okay. And then um, you, you just work indies at this point, right? You're just yeah. going around wetting your feet and... Yep. Okay. Texas, Texas Indies. There was actually a really, really good company that started uh, in Dallas, Texas, uh, um, called PCW, Professional Championship Wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, they actually ran a weekly show, which was kind of unheard of. They had television in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, uh, gentleman Chris Adams was the original trainer for the school. He wasn't there yep. when I when I got there, but he was the original trainer. And then uh, Rodney Mack and Jazz, uh, Red Dog, however you know him, um, they yep. were training there when I actually got there. So it was actually, as far as independent wrestling is concerned, like I said, they had TV, they had weekly shows, they had good trainers, they had good equipment, they had good good look good at everything. Um, and so it was a really good place to be. So most of the time I was working there, and then sporadically different places like GCCW, Gulf Coast Championship Wrestling down in Corpus area and, and stuff like that. So okay, and what year did you actually start training? Two thousand. 2000. So you get your first big, big break in 2004 with TNA? Yep. Okay. See, I, I did think, my homework. I know. I, I think you and I met uh, at the what was the original WrestleCon down here in Dallas for uh, Brit? Yes. That, that, that's what I was trying to figure out because yes. um, his WrestleCon has nothing to do with the WrestleCons that are right. happening now. And I did my first WrestleCon in New Orleans a couple right. years ago. Right. And I'm, but I said to myself, I know I did a WrestleCon in Dallas, right? But I don't. And now I understand they had nothing. Yeah. <laughs> They're two separate entities. So and you, rem you, you remember Lollipop? Yes. Yes. Yeah, she's she's kind of she's kind of the reason that I got into TNA because you know we were all hanging out and whatnot, and um, she'd asked me if I'd ever gone to TNA or tried to get into TNA, and I had a short story of why I hadn't gotten there, and she was like, well. You know, give me a give me an eight by ten and a VHS because we still did tapes back then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you know, I was like, cool, I'll get that for you. And I did, and didn't think anything of it. But she actually followed through and uh, took it to Bob Ryder at TNA at the time. And yep. like, I think like a week or two later, I got an email from Bill Barons going, all right, well, here's some dates. Choose a tryout date for Explosion. And um, I went in, did two or three Explosions, and. <clears throat> you know, actually was going back for what I thought was going to be uh, about my fourth tryout match for TNA. When I showed up, I was actually on the Wednesday night pay-per-view board teaming with Kid Cash. Um, nice. It, it had kind of come about because I'd worked with Don Harris my very first match, uh, my very first tryout match, and it went really well. Mm -hmm. um, and then he suggested me for Kid Cash because Johnny Swinger um, couldn't be there. His wife was having a baby, and he had to be there with her. Um and it just right place, right time type situation. It's kind of been my whole career, right place, right time. And uh, got a got a contract with them in 2004 and was there for five years. Nice. Okay. So five years with them. So yep. 2009 comes, you decide you're done. Yeah, I, I decided. Them. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say that. Um, so then what? how do you get involved? Is it is it then that you, um, what year did you go over to Vince? The, uh, 2009, that same year. 2009, actually. okay. 
So I, I finished my last impact taping on Monday and was at, uh, down in Florida at Tampa on Thursday doing a tryout. Wow. That's awesome. Okay. So how did that come about? Did you contact them or did they see you? Well, <clears throat> I mean, you know, it's the business. Somebody's watching all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I had a friend reach out kind of acting as an agent because at the time they'd had a few little snafus with TNA guys trying to come over and contract issues and so on and so forth. So they wouldn't talk to me directly. So I had a friend out of Florida who basically reached out and acted as an agent and just said, you know, here's the situation. His contract is null and void on Wednesday. Are you guys interested? And they're like, can he be in Tampa on Thursday? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And so I went down and, like I said, did the tryout. And um, like a week later, they offered me a, you know, a developmental deal. It was a good development. It wasn't just a basic developmental deal, but it was a, still a developmental deal, which actually played in my favor. Um, and then started with the company in April, April, 2009. Okay. So that was quick. Yeah. That all came quick. And then what, how would you rate your time there? Because we've had, we've had people say they love it. We've had people uh, say they hate it. Um, uh, I, I was there and I did not like it. Right. Um, I'll be honest. I, I, I always say I'm grateful for the opportunity, but, right. um, they just didn't let me do anything. So, um, yeah, I think you know. 2009, 2010 was a very <clears throat> interesting time to be a part of the WWE mm -hmm. product. Um, you know, there was no real competition. Yeah, TNA existed and whatnot, but it wasn't, you know, what the business is today with, you know, AEW and New Japan and everybody doing so well. Um, so they just kind of did whatever they wanted to do. You know, they, their top guys, you know, Taker, Hunter, all those guys were still very active. Um, I was there for Sean's last match, so Sean was still very active with the company. So they had all their major top stars, and they weren't really trying to build build new stars. You know that their ECW product was their version oh. of an on TV developmental system. You know, it, it was what it was, but it was good for. I mean, you look at guys like Sheamus and even Punk and uh, Kofi Kingston and, and the, the list can go on and on. I think that started on their ECW product and it kind of got their names known within the WWE universe. And <clears throat> I start that's where I started when I started with them on TV. And I, I always believed that if that product had continued and, and I might have had a better chance. But, you know, it ended about three and a half, four months after I started on mm. their ECW product. Okay. Um, you know, we call original, it the we call it the fake EC dub. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I, that's what you can refer to it as too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, the fake ECW that was on national TV, <laughs> sci-fi every week. You know, yep. that was the one I was a part of. Gotcha. Um, like I said, it, it was a great opportunity, and like I said, if it had continued, because it was still kind of its own entity, and I had opportunities to have actual matches and and you know be seen on a weekly basis. Whereas, you know, Raw and SmackDown were very full of all their major stars, and you never knew if you were even going to be on TV or get two minutes or whatever. And, right. Um, so the ECW product, regardless of what it was, was a good chance for new stars to kind of get a get their feet wet in front of that audience. Right, right. And then how long uh, did were you under contract with WWE? Just a, under contract about two years on TV two years. For, for about one year, you know, ECW okay. and, then, and then SmackDown for a little while while teaming with Kurt Hawkins. Right. Okay. So then you leave there. Mm -hmm. um, what do you do after that? Well, I'm, you know, I've actually <clears throat> backtracking a little bit. I've, I've been doing some Japan stuff prior to leaving TNA. I was still with TNA, but I was going over and working some independent stuff in uh, Japan. Um, I did a All Japan tour. Actually, I was on tour with All Japan when I had the conversation with TNA about me exiting TNA. Mm. Um, so, you know, and then very quickly signed on with WWE. <clears throat> but All Japan had expressed they'd wanted me back, back in 2009 when I worked a tour with them. So after my WWE stuff, um, I actually reached back out. There had been people that I'd dealt with in Japan, and I just reached out to them. And they started talking to All Japan. And then at first, All Japan was on board. They wanted me back. Um, but they tried to offer me even less money than I was making before my WWE run, which mm -hmm. I was like, can I, can I at least get paid what I got paid before? And then they agreed to that. And then they randomly were like, oh, well, we're, just, we're not going to bring any more foreigners over right now. We're going to save some money. So immediately I asked, you know, the person I was speaking to, I was like, can you reach out to New Japan, which they did. And the funny thing about that was I, New Japan, I think, just heard he's a big guy. He just finished WWE. So they're like, we'll give him a look. We'll give him a try. 
Um, and then they, they did an East Coast tour back in 2011. Uh, they did two shows in New York and one in Philadelphia at the old ECW arena. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, fly down to Philadelphia. We're going to you know, fly you in and we're going to kind of make your debut here and then set up your match that's going to be happening in Osaka. And then when I got to Philadelphia, <clears throat> I knew all the guys. Well, not all the guys, but I knew a bunch of the guys. Uh, the guy I was attacking was uh, Kojima, and Kojima was the—he was one of the main top guys at All Japan when I was there. Um, the guy they were teaming with, Minoru Suzuki. My very first match ever in Japan on the independent wrestling show was against him. Um, Tiger Hattori—I'd met several times, both in TNA and WWE. Uh, Tanahashi, who had come to TNA mm-hmm. and worked, you know, like AJ Styles and done some. So there was a lot of guys that I already knew. And then when they realized they knew me, um, it randomly went from I was coming in for one show to I got an email going, hey, can you just stay for another week and a half um, and, and work this other tour? And I was like, absolutely. So nice. it kind of snowballed really fast. But it was just, you know, like I said, this business sometimes is more about who you know than what you can do. And as soon as they figured out that they actually knew me, they, it changed from, oh, we'll give him a look to, oh, we know that guy. OK, we'll keep using him. Okay, so that worked out in your favor. See, everything's yep. falling into place. Yep, you, yep, yep. Right you know? place, right time. Been my awesome. Career. Well, <clears throat> it, it's more than that, though. You have the talent <laughs> to back it up. So it's well, not yeah, like, not... you know, some people could just show up at the right time, but then they suck. So right, you, right. you have a lot of talent. So out there, I just put you over, so I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Keep doing it. It's okay. Keep doing it. Okay. So so you get, you get with them, right? And then... Um, that's New Japan, you said. Yeah, New Japan, New, New Japan, and and uh, how, so you've been with them. Gosh, you've been with them ever since then. Eight, eight right? plus years. Yep. And and how often? Because I I know like your pay per view schedule, but how often do you guys do a lot of house shows? Like, what is your schedule like with them? Oh, I mean, it's just it's grown it's because their business has grown exponentially. But, you know, <clears throat> it's a company that's been around since 1972. So in Japan, it's always been big time. They've had, you know, as the business goes, better times and worse times and whatnot. And, um, but now, you know, even when I started in 2011, you know, you would go over for two, three, four weeks at a time. I did a six week tour or well, it was two different tours, but I did six weeks over there a, a couple different times. But even when I first started back then and. You know, they do a lot of house shows. Now, actually, a lot of their house shows, they broadcast on New Japan World, which is their version of the WWE Network. Um, oh, <clears throat> you know, it's it's their streaming service that you can get for 999 yen, which I think is funny, um, which is under 10 bucks, actually. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm not good with yen. Um, <laughs> I went to Japan twice right. and worked two times, and I would always give all my money like in the convenience <laughs> stores, because the only thing I would would eat would be the um, you know, more than me, the triangles that have the tuna with the the, uh, the rice, uh, the rice, balls. the rice yep. and the seaweed, yeah. Yep. And I would never know how to count my money, <laughs> and they would. I know they were making fun of me every time because I would oh, just I'm give sure. them all my money. And <laughs> I, I said, well, they're probably robbing me blind right now because I don't know how much I'm supposed to get back, you know. Right. So I'm Actually, not good. I'm not really are probably one of the few places that weren't robbing you blind. They were probably maybe very, not, oh, but oh, oh, like in my oh. mind, you, I'm from Philadelphia, so yes. everybody's going to rob me in my <laughs> mind. So I, but I, you know, you've been there so many times. I'm sure you know it yeah. in and out. I, I was such a newbie. I there, take right. my money. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I was wondering because like you can work. You're you're under contract with them, but they let you work wherever. Correct. I mean, you could take dates. Um, <sighs> That's that's been a more interesting subject recently because things have kind of amped up since the G1 Climax tournament that I just did. Um, I'm not under like a full time contract. I've I've you, traditionally in Japan with the foreigners with the gaijin. Basically, what they did was you you came in and you worked a tour and you were under contract for that tour. Um, like I would sign a contract when I arrive. Um, it was for the time period that I'm there. I'm getting paid X amount of dollars per week. Um, and then as soon as that tour or that that tour is over uh the contract ends so subsequently mm. like i said i've they've used me consistently you know more and less at different times but uh since 2011 but yeah i've i've never actually been under a full full contract uh the business is changing talks have happened things of that nature recently uh-huh. um, but interesting like, it, it's that's why i'm still allowed to like i said i, I work a lot of independent shows i have two this weekend uh, one here in Texas and then one in LA and, you know, 
But New Japan, like I said, because their business is growing, they're doing a lot more stateside. We were just on the East Coast a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we have a couple of shows coming up in California on, in early November, November 9th and 11th. Um, so, you know, my schedule with them is actually increasing. And then the G1 Climax, um, which is basically a month-long tournament, 19 different uh, shows. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's a month long term. Actually, this year, because we started it in Dallas, which was the first time it's ever been outside of, uh, of Japan, was a huge deal. So it was about five weeks altogether as far as that tour was concerned. Um, you know, things have really started to ramp up and amp up. And, you know, now that I'm uh, their U.S. champion, I'm sure that I'm going to be involved in a lot more stuff as long as that's, that's still the case. That's awesome. Well, I couldn't be happier for you. You are really... I introduced you as a dick on screen, but you are really <laughs> a baby face and I really, really admire and like you. Um, tell the fans where we can find all Lance Hoyt slash Archer stuff. Well, Social media. Just, yep. That, I mean, and that's kind of what I keep it under. I keep it under my real name, which is Lance Hoyt. <clears throat> uh, the Twitter is at Lance Hoyt. Uh, Facebook is Lance Hoyt. Uh, my Instagram is Lance underscore Hoyt. And those are the three main ones that I use and, you know, I promote all those different shows that I'm going to be a part of and what I'm doing and, you know, talk a little smack with different people at different times, kind of a, a duality of characters, the real Lance White and the American Psycho or the Murder Hawk, <laughs> Mon the Murder Hawk Monster, as I'm kind of calling myself these days. Because you're going to kill them all. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody Kill does. them all. Everybody I, I get it. I get it. Well, <laughs> I I thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, I hope you hold that U.S. championship for a very long time. Cause well, absolutely. Here, I'll, I'll give you since I oh, it, look, just, he's got it's upside down, but that's okay. No, no, it's not on my oh, on my screen it is because you're it tilted. Upside down. Let me get it yeah, no, screen. when we we fix it, I always do this. <laughs> you're you're tilted right now, but when we do the editing, you will be you'll be see. You look like this right now. Oh, do you're I? Like, you're like this to me right now. Yeah, now now you're upside, <laughs> you're completely upside down. You're sideways. Um, but uh, no, I thank you so much. I'm so glad I, I was able to see you and and uh, reconnect a little bit. Um, Absolutely. And uh, continue success to you. And um, thank you so much. If you ever need anything, give me a holler. But Absolutely, I, appreciate I think you're doing good. you're doing good on your own. So you have to up, you yeah. have to do you have to next time in Philadelphia you'll have to be my 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 partner and come out with me and spit water at people with me. let me know when you're here <laughs> i need i need an invite because i don't know what's going on half the time well, but see, yeah I, sh I should have let you know a couple weeks ago because we were just in philadelphia new japan was you, know, you could have come out with me and thrown spit water actually i'm not allowed to do that before we get off i'm not allowed to do that anymore because some women in japan complained <laughs> about their hair and bags and that's real oh in the audience yes like ah! 90, 99% of the audience loved it. Like they were making signs. People were holding up their children to be uh, doused with their, with my, Spit on my kid. I'm serious. They, they call it the holy water. It's like, you know, I, I would bless them with my holy water. And then wow. I, ra I randomly came back on a tour and they're like, Oh, you can't do it anymore. And I was like, wait, why? And they were like, Oh, some women complained about their Louis Vuitton bags or something like that. And it's like, I never like, grabbed anybody's purse and like dumped a whole water bottle i'm just literally like throwing water into the air and spitting right. water into the air and somebody somebody worked the system and got themselves a new louis vuitton bag so wow i should have thought of that yeah. damn <laughs> oh well well keep me posted where you are i'd love to see I you will. again and i do continued success you're you're awesome and um i'm so glad we reconnected so awesome thank you so much safe travels bye-bye bye kiddo and there he goes, the wonderful Lance Hoyt, Lance Archer, Vance Hoyt, Vance Archer. Uh, I whatever, love Lance. Whatever. What a great, uh, what a great guest. What a topical guest, Francine. My goodness, really working overtime watching that uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. What an awesome guest. He was fantastic. He's so nice. He really is so nice. I really love him. Um, he really deserves. I think I said heavyweight champ, but he's the U.S. champ. But he, uh, correct, correction. Um, but yeah, he he's a hard worker and he's such a nice dude and and I'm so happy for him. Um so I I just hope his uh his streak continues and um he he's a cool dude. He's a really really good dude. I who, like him a lot. Who, who would have thought that the WWE would have dropped the ball with him? Really? 
Who would have thought? Well, well <laughs> they, they, his size. <laughs> they've dropped the ball on a lot of things. So it, is it that much of a shock? Wait, to you? and in the fake EC Dub. So what? What was going on with that place? My God, <laughs> there was so much going on in the fake EC Dub. I can't even tell you. Um, but yeah, no, he deserves it. He he's really really talented. But on top of like that, he's got a good heart, and yeah. I, I just I, I'm really happy for him. So um, awesome. He's awesome. Great, great to have you. Hey, and personally for me, it was great to talk to you, Lance. It was very, uh, it was a very good chat. I feel like he and I really uh, bonded. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that could be uh, left for another day. Um, anyway. Uh, Moving along. <laughs> yeah, I'll sprinkle the pixie dust. There you okay. Go. Really disturbing story coming from Disney this, this week. I know where you're going with this one. Yes, it is. So I'm not going to say the guy's name, um, but there was a man that was charged uh, with touching children at the Magic Kingdom. Think about it. Did you ever think how many people could be pedophiles walking around like these amusement parks or these settings where they're drawing a bunch of children? It's, It's like one of those things you put out of your head. Because it's terrifying. You, you don't want to think that when you have kids in, in a place like that. Yes, you don't want to think it. But this guy, I saw this article. Um, yeah, one was at the Yield Christmas Shop, which uh, is a small. Have you ever been in it? It's very tight. It's small. I know. I've never been in it, but I know of it. With the one in Magic Kingdom? Yeah. It's, I, it's, I walked by it. I didn't go mm-hmm. in it because of. I think there was a bunch of people in there when we were there. Yeah, it's it's relatively smaller than the one at Disney Springs. The one at Disney Springs is very spacious, and then this one's smaller. Um, so apparently, he touched a child in uh, in the Christmas shop, and then sometime later, a child was groped uh, at the haunted mansion. And they're saying because of the times, they think it's the same gentleman who grabbed both kids. Unbelievable. Both kids. Yes, like. I can't even like you. Can't. That's not worthy of pixie dust to talk about that. <laughs> it's really not, but it, I had to bring it up because usually it's all rainbows and butterflies with Disney, and now I see this and I'm just like repulsed. It's like, you know, I, I when I'm at Disney, my kids, okay, my my kids are still young, but I got my eye on them, you know, and I try to keep them in sight because it's so easy there with those crowds to just you know lose lose a child like because there's so many kids you hear mom or dad you're turning around because you never like you hear it constantly you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like imagine you're just looking at an ornament and some guy comes slides up next to your kid and just touches your child like it's so can't wrap your head around it oh my god i was so mad when i read the article i was just like wow um, says it's still in, under investigation, but he faces charges now of lewd molestation. That's the the charge that they. Uh, <laughs> As I if mean, there's any other kind of. Uh, I guess. Charge. <laughs> I'm just like, are you kidding me? That's disgusting. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a Disney downer right there. Um, on the plus side, if you are a big Disney fan and enjoy their movies. Uh, Disney wants to pay you a thousand dollars to binge watch thirty movies in yeah, thirty t- days. Clue me in on this one because I've seen people sharing that on Facebook and uh, you know my uh, <laughs> I saw my aunt and uncle commenting on it on Facebook. Like, what's clue me in on that? <laughs> your aunt and uncle want in on the. T- <laughs> well, they do because I mean, if it was a thousand dollars, let's go retroactive. These guys would be uh, they'd be multi multi millionaires if that was the case. <laughs> yeah, well, um, they're trying to um, boost their Disney Plus streaming service. So I, I'm assuming you have to sign up for the right. Disney Plus app and, and get the service done. But one of one of the things that, you know, it might be kind of difficult for people who aren't in the limelight, they are looking at your social media platforms. Mm. So if you have two followers, I don't think they're going to pick you to do it like on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I think they want people because um, you have to list two of your top social media platforms. And the number of followers that they have. Um, it's considered a job listing. 
This is actually considered a job listing and not like a contest that you win. Um, so there, are, you have to be qualified in order to be hired to watch these movies and right. make a thousand dollars. Now, so, is it a a, a one time thousand dollars, or is this a reoccurring thousand per X number of movies? It just says a thousand dollars for thirty days. Um, you also get a one year subscription to the Disney Plus app. Uh, you get. Uh, and then you also get a themed movie kit, which is like popcorn, popcorn popper, that kind of thing. So you can eat popcorn while you watch your Disney movies. Okay. Um, I'm assuming it's a one-time only thing. Uh, applications close on November 7th. Um, Are you doing it? I I am not going to do it because oh, I don't okay. have the Disney Plus app. Um, uh, and I'm thinking, gotcha. I'm thinking part of the thing is you have to buy right. the app. Um, I mean... Look, even if you bought it for a month and got rid of it, you if you have a chance to do it. But I honestly don't have the next 30 days to watch 30 movies. Like, I, That's tough. <laughs> I had too much going on. <laughs> Can you watch, on. like, the 30-minute, you know, cartoon, like, uh, you know, the, the little simple ones? Short. Donald, Donald Duck and Meth Magic Land. That's, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, the, or, or a short, you know, or, uh, you know, the, the little preview things that are like 10, 11 minutes, like they, you know, some of these movies are an hour, an hour and a half long. Like I, who has yeah, who could time? do that? That That's, yeah, that's somebody, it, that's college kids right there. That's yeah. Like, well, Hey, it's a, it's a good way to make money. I mean, if you, if you love your Disney, I would totally do it if I had the time. I just don't have the time to do it. Um, but, uh, so that's something if you're a Disney fan and you need some money, you can try to do that. Um, also, um, Food prices have increased. Ticket oh. prices have increased. Uh, yes, Disney is becoming very, very expensive. Uh, if you like to drink beer, you're going to be paying a quarter more a cup for your beer. Uh, alcoholic beverages, I think, are going up like a dollar. Um, if you get the refillable mugs, they are now 20 bucks instead of the $18.99. Um, yeah, things are, things are expensive. Ticket prices are going up as well. I did not buy my tickets yet. Maybe I should have bought them already. Now I'm going to be paying more, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, it's, it's that time of year for the increases. So, so you book your trip and then you do the tickets. Yes. You book your trip. You, right. uh, you, you do your hotel, you right. get that done that, first. Do yeah. First, right. We, we do that like six months ahead of time. We get our hotel right. ready. Um, we usually, do the tickets right around fast pass time you book your fast passes 60 days in advance mm -hmm. if you're staying on property um and then you link your you, you know you link the fast passes to your ticket days so uh right. we're, we're doing eight days and we'll have uh three fast passes per day to figure out gotcha. and then um then you you know you could do your flights whenever whenever you yeah. feel but um, yeah, you need to book your hotel. Like we we find six months is is enough time for us. Yeah, I'm starting to scope out. I know the time that I'm going to go because I, I we got spring oh. break calendar, so I know the time frame. I just have to sit down and sit down with my aunt and uncle and figure out what time works for everybody and how many days we're going to do. But we're starting in the next couple of weeks. I want to say by Christmas last year is when I had everything picked out and then I bought all the tickets in February I want to okay. say so it was about three months before I mean three or four months before mm -hmm. so um, looking at that same time frame coming up here in just a little bit but however flights are not in the question we will be road tripping it yet again Woo. okay well I feel for you because I did it <laughs> once and um yeah I I Damn, I don't like driving down the floor. <laughs> it's a lot. It's it was not lot. fun. It was like, there parts of it were okay. The best part, and I don't know if I said this in the first episode, but the best story was there were three choices. We were stopping in Florence, South Carolina. There's three Holiday Inn Express locations in Florence, South Carolina. Literally consecutive exits. Each one has a Holiday Inn Express. So I told my wife which one I wanted. Had her book the... Um, the hotel. Usually, this is stuff that I would do. I was being a nice traveler and letting her take part in it. Usually, I'd be a little more control freakish. Wow. Uh, pulled into the place that I thought we were staying at. She went in and she goes, "Oh crap! It's not this one. It's this one. This other one. Go back, man. We went from being right next to an arena that, like, the small arena that had all these shops and these restaurants and all this crap around it." 
to literally like an industrial park with nothing there except for a Holiday Inn Express. And that's where we had to stay for one night on our way to Disney. So it was one little funny on the road, Griswold like uh, story. Yeah, Griswold family uh, trip story on my road to Disney. Got you. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's not a not a fun ride. I'll tell you what. And we, my daughter was not even two when we did it, and we we drove to Virginia because we have relatives in Virginia, and we stayed the night there. Then we drove again halfway. We stayed at a hotel, and then we finished. You know, we finished the trip, and that's when we we rented uh, a house with with my nieces and their family. That's okay. That's cool. That was the first. Yeah, but uh, there's nothing like staying on property. No, I, I'll never. No. I'll never not stay on property again. It's yeah. just, it's magical. Property's <laughs> magical. Yeah, yes. some more. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, you're you're gonna get your price increases every year, um, but uh, people act like they're so shocked and appalled by it. But it happens every year. And if you're a Disney mark, you're gonna just keep going and you're gonna pay whatever. At least I do, and then yeah. it doesn't really affect us. But um, it would be nice if the the prices stayed a little low. But it's Disney; you're never going to get that. So um, you are a Disney mark, you know that, right? I am a big Disney mark. Uh, <laughs> I like to call myself a Disney dork. Um, <laughs> the Skyliner is running again, Yay. which is a good thing. Yeah, they opened it back up. Uh, I don't know. They said they. They had some company come in and check everything, and now everything is copacetic and good to go. So, um, hopefully, hopefully, it wasn't the hopefully it wasn't the Acme company. Yeah, exactly. I I just hope you when it's time, it? I get it. I I totally get it. Um, I saw the little Roadrunner just run by my brain. Exactly. The um, Warner Brothers tampered with it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm hoping it's it's safe now and and there's no other problems with it and that i get to ride it even though i'm going to be pooping my pants when i'm up there. <laughs> um but, yeah. no we don't but uh it it might but we'll 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 be okay so yeah that's the that's the disney new this week i think that that disgusting man just ruined everything yeah, what a debbie downer that's uh he those really debbie was. downer sketches that would be the the story that she tells that's yeah that sucks. go someplace well don't don't go someplace else <laughs> don't do it say, period no do just it. don't do it don't do it period uh but like you know to get to so brazen and brash and like just you think you're untouchable if you're picking a so location disgusting. like disney world i know that's what i'm dark. saying like if you think about it you look around because there's people that don't have children that are there walking around yeah Who's to say, like, you don't know what kind of people are just roaming. I mean, anywhere. It doesn't even have to be Disney, but Disney has a lot of children. So, yeah. ew. Like, oh, no. Stop. And and the, here's the thing that sucks is you don't know how many times this piece of shit has gotten away with it. That's yeah. the problem. That's well, the that, that's, problem. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Did the kids go tell their parents or was there a camera? Like, the article yeah. I read didn't say that they saw it. It was yeah. just reported to them. So... Who knows? But it's it's a scary, scary world we live in. And, well, um, next week when we talk about Disney, we will make sure that there's nothing like this involved. <laughs> well, I can't guarantee that because I just look up the news and I report what I see. So uh, hopefully it'll be all, what I say, unicorns and rainbows and yeah. fun fun stuff. But um, yeah. Confetti it was, and lollipops. There you go. Yeah, this week was, was definitely a downer, but... Um, yeah, prices increased. Poor kids got touched. I mean, come on, Disney, get it together. Would you? We'll tip, we're weighing the scales to see which what part is worse. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, oh yeah. my gosh! Well, so, another great episode here in the books. I guess we could start to head to the wrap up. Um, awesome again, chat with Lance Hoyt, and definitely much appreciation for him coming on to just so hot off the presses of. of capturing the championship and being on our airways we're very I grabbed topical. them we're very i topical. grabbed them well i'm very on edge. like i'm on the edge you are you are i know what i know what's hot and i know i feel like people are tapping your phone hot, man. are people tapping I, I, your phone to know what you're looking for i feel like i feel like i'm gonna sound like shane now oh gosh i feel like people are watching <laughs> i feel like people are like in my phone, in my computer, in my iPad, and they're all watching me. And, and I'm going to say the same thing I say to Shane. Yeah, you're probably right. Watch me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I make fun of him all the time. I'm like, no, Shane, you're, really. you're probably right. 
I don't know. I don't know. I just know, I, and I said this to you off air, and I'll say it on here. Every guest I'm trying to get, somebody else gets before me. I'll mention it, and I, I swear, like an hour later, there I see pop up on my Twitter. Oh, so-and-so's <laughs> on. I'm just like, bitch, I was just trying to, I was just talking about that person, you know? So <laughs> I've had people planned for weeks, and then boom, they're on somebody else's show. And I'm just like, damn, I'm trying to be the the front runner here. Well, I guess we could let the cat out of the bag when Vince McMahon is on next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, because he's he's been calling me to come on the show. I'm just like, look, Vinny Mac, you need to wait. No, <laughs> like, uh, no, but it's 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 true. Like a lot of the guests I'm trying to get or have gotten are doing all. You know, I, I can't tell them not to do anything, but it's like they're popping up before they're coming here, and I'm just like, damn. I wanted to have you first. Well, so. I mean, I'll let you in. The The secret we have on the two-man power trip is, you know, obviously one of the marquee interview shows of the so pro wrestling podcasting genre. Mm -hmm. uh, I always say, and this is the damn honest-to-God truth, you never know who's going to be on the other end of that phone because you could have a whole show set and then, boom, somebody falls in your lap and then that's that's the show. And we've had it. Time and time again where that kind of stuff happens. So you never know. You do never know. It's going to be on the other end of the line. It's true. It's true. Lance said it many times today, like right place, right time. Things just kind of fall into place sometimes. And you, who, who knows? Who knows? All I know is I'm trying to get good content. And uh, we're really working hard, like trying to get this show totally off are. the ground. So Yeah, um, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, obviously, again, we're, you know, we're really trying to grow the Patreon as a great compliment to the audio. So if you love the audio and you want to see the video, uncut all oh, the yeah. cool stuff that goes on. I mean, you know. What do you got? What, what's, Look at this. Oh, you got your cup? Oh, wait, wait, I got to go. Your, yeah. That, there you go. Do you There's see it? Of, I see it. And then I got it on this side, too. There it is. Call back so, to last week's episode when Francine was talking about the cups. Look I at see that. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, she went deeper this time. I was like, oh. do it deeper. And she's like, oh, you just green-lighted me. I was like, girl, get in there and do it. So now my whole back looks like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Want to see it, people? Join my Patreon. Join the Patreon. My, my cups. Yeah. Exactly. The cups are, are uh, live and in living color, but that's yes. what you get by joining the Patreon as well. As like I said earlier, you get the exclusive audio and video where we've talked about a couple different topics, and we're going to record another one right after this. That's going to go up. I'll put it up. Usually it looks like it's going to go up on Tuesday. So whereas the show goes up on Monday, we'll give it to you right after that on Tuesday where you get the audio and the video. I put it up as two separate uh, files or downloads, however you, you consume it, so you can uh, take it on the go. And then we're doing this weekly Discord chat, which Francine is is – champion and getting on there and talking for an hour and people are loving it. It's a, it's a very cool compliment. It's very nice because it's personal. You know what I mean? Like it's personal because right now we don't have a ton of members. So it's kind of like me and the guys were just like talking about random things and um, it's been a lot of fun, but we want more members. So Go to that Patreon page and sign up. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was uh, I couldn't make the last one, but the first one that I was in uh, the week before. I mean, it's just it's it's just a hang. It's just literally a hang and chat, and the topic changes from comment to comment, and, and people all can relate to each other. It's a very cool, uh, very cool thing that we got here in uh, in this modern age of uh, technology. You We're know? down to earth over here. You know, it's just kind of like friends hanging out, chatting, talking. Uh, conversing it's be a part of it it's fun it's shooting fun. shooting the breeze shooting as, the, as, yes as they Easy say breezy. exactly yes. so uh yeah let's head to the wrap up now let's get some of the plugs out of the way obviously you're listening to this podcast on the two-man power trip of wrestling podcasting empire head on over to tmptempire.com for the other shows that we've got as well in addition to eyes up here we've got the jj dylan podcast with WWE Hall of Famer J.J. Dillon. This past week they talked about J.J.'s return to WCW, which included some very candid comments about his first meeting with Eric Bischoff and what he thought of Eazy-E when he stepped back uh, after being with Vince McMahon for about six years and then meeting Bischoff for the first time. He gives very candid comments about mm. his first impression of uh, Eazy-E. And then uh, over on the TMPT, we had Duke the Dumpster Drossy last week. If you remember him from the New Generation era, and we also threw you a little nugget last Friday where we had the legend, Terry Funk, 
joining us oh, for a couple of minutes. Oh, the best. So head on over to tmptempire.com, find those shows, and then head over to russobrand.com where you can get the audio and video of the Triple Threat podcast with the franchise Shane Douglas, where we talked about the firing of Eric Bischoff, ironically, uh, this past week. And Shane also talks about other executives who had kind of short-term runs uh, like how Eric did. Interesting. Yeah, that Bischoff thing threw me off too. I was like, what? It's crazy. I just uploaded the episode. So we did the episode about the hiring in June and I just re-uploaded it to YouTube so, you know, everybody could see it. And uh, like that same day as well, the stuff (laughs) came out. So I was like, geez, I hexed it, you know? Yeah, (laughs) right. Oh, wow. The kiss of death. But yeah, that's all going on over at the TMPTEmpire.com. And for me, if you want to follow me, it's at RasselPal. Oh, I also had a show debut on another podcasting network that I'm doing. It's a little bit of a passion project. It's called Diamond Conversations. It's a baseball-themed uh, interview show. So, oh. uh, yeah, just uh, it was a lot of years of wanting to do something like that came to fruition finally, and uh, was able to do that. It's on the Place to Be Nation podcasting network. So Interesting. Look yeah. Branching out. Uh, like you know it. what? It was a hot streak I was on, so I uh, I just was rolling with the punches. But I like what it. is going on in your world there, uh, Queen of Extreme? You can follow me on all social media at uh, ECW Diva Francine, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and uh, I don't know. Maybe next week I'll have better news about surgery. I had a phone call, so we're gonna we're gonna see if that if that happens, but um. Yeah, this week we're just chilling, you know. Got some doctor appointments I'm going to take care of. Uh, kids have a bunch of half days coming up. We're just going to chill. Easy breezy, lemon squeezy. Is chill that, it out. Yeah, that, that was literally breaking news phone call during the, uh, the, breaking last, news. the last Hoyt interview. So, yeah, hopefully <laughs> some good news for next week. But, well, you know, that's uh, that's enough out of me. I'll hand it over to you and you, that's uh, a wrap. you get us out of this bad that's boy. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. I'm done. Bye-bye. This podcast was a presentation of the two-man power trip of wrestling's podcast empire.